Hey, what's up, guys? Rich here for RageWorks. Just wanted to apologize for the delays on this episode of TRSS. Unfortunately, after we wrapped up the live broadcast of MTR last Wednesday, our internet went down and we were unable to get it back up and running until Sunday night. But everything is operational and you'll be getting new episodes of all our shows, including TRSS, on our regularly scheduled basis. So again, we apologize for the inconvenience. Hope you guys enjoy this episode of TRSS and keep it locked to RageWorks for more TRSS content and all our other shows as well. Enjoy. Peace. This is your boy Isaiah Cassidy, one half of your House of Glory World Tag Team Champions and one half of your FTW World Tag Team Champions. You are now rocking with TRSS. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. This is the rogue Anthony Gangone and you're listening to the regular season podcast good morning vietnam as far back as i can remember i always wanted to be a gangster this is mets fan matt and you're watching the regular season sportcast you're one handsome guy Chris Brown shit with Usher and uh, Zayn Malik. I, yo, Zayn Malik for real. I think he's really trying to get the trying to get the the the, the black community on his side. He see that Justin Bieber is successful with with getting the culture with him, so he's trying to do the same for himself. He said, "Fuck that, cut me in on that fucking deal." All the white teenage girls don't like me anymore since I left One Direction. Welcome everybody to another episode of. The regular season sportscast I am your host Jay the Red Santee Here to bring to you another episode of this week's sports And dosh gone buffoonery I'm telling you we're spanning the globe Of what is known as Just Just god awfulness is going on in, in, in just sports and everything in general Just life I mean it's crazy out there We had Super Tuesday this past week And I, I, I'm I'm beginning to question all that is humanity. I really don't want to get into politics on this show, but I I must say that I'm I'm thoroughly I'm not surprised because when it comes to government, is nothing but a big uh, popularity contest. It's like if you're in high school and everybody knows who's going to be the homecoming king and queen because. <laughs> They're pretty much the ones that's known around the school all year, and they're, and they're participating in everything, and they know everyone, and don't really do shit for the school period. Same thing with government. Government is no fucking different. That's why the only thing that we have to look forward to is, I guess, sports and uh, the check that we get week to week. All right, I don't want to start off on that note, but in any case... Once again, I want to thank you guys for being a part of the regular season sportscast. You guys have been awesome. We're pulling it into another episode in another week. So far, so good. So far, the numbers have been coming in and it's been very well. You guys have been totally awesome and being 
being a, 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 a participating audience as well as a listening audience. And I thank you all for that. You guys could get us on Facebook. You get us on the regular season sportscast Facebook page as well as on Instagram with the regular season sports. You can get us on Twitter. Get me at RWJ Santi on Twitter as well as on Snapchat with Waterbed Red and subscribe to our YouTube page, the regular season sportscast. I got some stuff coming down the way. I know I've been saying that for a couple of weeks, but it's really coming down. I got a exclusive, exclusive song coming to you guys soon. It's going to be out in the next few days. So check that out on the YouTube page. Subscribe to that. And uh, if you guys want to contact me and get uh, get at me about possibly being a part of the show, interviews, or just any questions or such you want to throw at me, you can get me at J Santi J A Y S A N T I seven twenty two at gmail dot com. I'm gonna get you the Rage Works one as well. I just totally lost it and it was in my pocket and just fell out. I'll get that to I'll get that to you soon enough. But uh, that one you can get to me as well. That that's that's the first one you can hit me up at. So if you guys want have any questions, you guys want to throw out uh, possibly be on on the show. I threw out some. Uh, I threw out some some recommendations on who I would like to see on the show. So if you guys want me to try to get anybody, don't try to get outrageous and tell me some shit like, can you get Goldberg on your show or Lawrence Taylor? Because I'm not that big yet. Well, in my pants, I am. But as in for the show wise, I'm I'm not that big yet. I'm I'm trying to get there. I'm trying to. I'm. It's baby steps, man. You know, this past week was actually pretty entertaining because uh. TRS has represented at the House of Glory show this past weekend, and uh, it, it was it was pretty cool because I, I'll, I'll get into the review of that shortly. But I, I I wanted to say that it was cool because a I went out there with we squad deep regulars was deep this time around for the opening show of the new year. We came out our squad was deep. Score of course signs was 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 crazy and recognizable. Uh, secondly. Of course, we had to make fools of ourselves. We are just obnoxious when we're when we're in that show. I, I know I, I I could be such a turnoff sometimes, but I mean, look, they have a bar, and you know sometimes I can go off the cuff, and it, it, we shout out to Josie's boy and his nephew Drew and Sally Super Producer who was out there, and, and just tons of other people came out there, but. You know, when you go out there, you got to represent. That's what we do. We we go out there and we represent. Everybody knows that the regulars is in the building. And that's just what we do. Also, when we were out there, there were individuals who recognized us and recognized me and the TRSS squad. Which shout out to you guys who who, who who showed us love out there on the lines. You know, giving, giving Red and, and the team... You know the, the respect that we're trying to get out there in the podcast world. We're trying to get some shout outs out there. Also, make some good connections out there. We went out there. I went out there showing ass, man. Had TRSS shirt, you know, logos representing RageWorks.net, where you can get all the downloads. You can go to Shop Zone there. You can get all the other uh, uh, the podcasts that's there on, on, on that website as well. You could also get us on iTunes and on Stitcher. Check us out. Get the downloads and stream from there. But yeah, I was out there representing for. The squad with that had business cards. You know, I was very professional out there. You know, holding, you know, stone calling it with two beers in a hand, making connections, trying to trying to squad up and and, and get us get us some 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 new uh, material and 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 um, connects out there because that's what we do. Like like right now, 
I'm Snapchatting and I wanted to show the people out there what 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 stuff I copped out there. Got that um, clothesline apparel, rocking that clothesline apparel while I do the show. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to SRG, you guys out there hooking it up with the clothesline apparel. I went to the show. I was like, I gotta cop it. I've been to these shows way too many times, and I have not yet to get one. So I had to get that. So I actually went broke on that shit. Got a couple of caps. Got a t-shirt. Had to do it up out there. Uh, also for this past week, I, you know, I I I know this season is with baseball season approaching. You know, spring training is in full effect. It's in full swing. Uh, you know, pun intended. I already knew that. I gotta go into GameStop and I gotta get ready because I have to get MLB the show for the PS4. Sorry, Xbox. There's no baseball games for you guys. You can enjoy, you know, anything from uh, the, the the Xbox Store where they have, um, I guess, RBI or something like that. Who knows? But the show's only exclusive to PS4. And every year, I don't, I don't get it. Every year, I skip a year. I should be doing that more with sports games, but some of these games are just more, you know, there's more of a lore to it. Like I, I, I want to skip a year on Madden, but depending on who in my circle is playing and what's going on and what's the type of I don't know what's the good type of improvements that they made which is rarely if any that's ever made uh, I usually get it anyway as well as the NBA 2K series to be honest I barely play it like I'll pick it up from time to time to do to my career but I usually buy it and Josie's boy is the one who's always on it he's the one that's the consistent 2K player like he's in it he's always playing my career more he's already like Three seasons in, it's, and me, I'm still getting VC points from the fucking 2K app, picking games and shit. But yeah, so the MLB show, I I, I had to reserve it, and it, it's funny because you go into GameStop, and I mean, I mean, literally, I could sit there and go broke in that shit for no reason. First of all, when I see somebody carrying a GameStop bag, I look like a dog who just saw somebody eat bacon. Like, my eyeballs get all big and shit, and I get all excited. <laughs> you went to GameStop, what did you get? Like, I, I just want to know. Like, I, I see the bag, and I just get excited. It could just be nothing, and I'm just like, oh, GameStop. I get excited. I guess women get like that when they see like I don't know, somebody carrying a Victoria's Secret bag or something from Forever 21. I don't know. Just mad random shit. But, yeah, I, uh, I, I go into GameStop, and my mind just goes into a blank because although I want to get stuff, I'm forgetting like what I want to get because I get so excited. It's like, oh, I, I, I went, I, I, oh, we got pop vinyl. Oh, 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 let me see if there's anything here that's used that I want. It just goes. Cr- so I literally had to sit down, calm down, and focus. I went to the counter three times, three times to finally figure out what is it that I wanted to get. So I, I, I think I paid more in taxes than I did for what the fuck I actually bought. But in any case, I went and I copped, um, I put on reserve the MLB show. I also put on reserve the UFC 2, which they said is going to be drastically improved. And um, just a few more stuff. Uh, Truck Mania Turbo, I saw that on YouTube. And I wanted to check it out because I, I thought it was, uh, it looked really cool. I haven't had a driving game in a while. And rather than having one that was more sim, I wanted something that was more arcadeish, so I could I could play and fuck around with everybody who comes to the crib, and you know play play with Super Producer Selly as well. So I, I wanted to check that out. 
And um, once again, the pop vinyls, man. I go in the pop vinyl section and I just lose my fucking shit when I go in there. I, it, it's it's an, it's an addiction. Now, when I first started, I was like in that early stages where they started to get really, really popular. But now it's just like way, way too much fucking pop vinyls. Now I got to be real, real selective on what I get. So it, it it's... It's a, it's 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 a collection that I'm hopefully I'm hopeful I'm hoping that it becomes uh worthwhile in the end. I'm hoping that from years from now that somebody's going to sit there and pay me hundreds of dollars for this shit to help my daughter get through college and shit. So um yeah, because it, this is this this is going to be it's going to be one of those insane things. I'm just going to have boxes of these shits all over case and I'm going to look like a fucking hoarder. Uh other than that, this week was actually pretty decent, man. Can't really complain too much Like I said Super Tuesday was this past week For you guys who went out there and voted In other parts of the country Shout out to you for for doing that uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what's in some people's mind frames When it comes to certain uh, uh, politicians But uh, Look You know I, I I don't know if any of you guys ever seen the movie Starring Eddie Murphy It's called The Distinguished Gentleman Check it out It's an early I believe it's like an, It's an it's a nineties movie in which he plays it's one of his bad ones as well, but I, I watch it anyway. Um where he plays a guy who's running for office and he pretty much gets into politics just by having a common name, like his name it remembers uh it resembles Thomas Jefferson's name. So people saw it, remembered it, and went in. Uh I I guess is what our country is built on, really. You know, and many people may say racism and such, but okay, some that's something that's never going to go away. I understand that, but uh, I don't know. I, I I just think sometimes people just go into the voting booth and they go, "I don't know him. I don't know. Oh, I know that name. I loved his show. Click." I don't know. I, I, it just perturbs me on certain things that go down. Let me just give you guys a quick rundown of what's going to go on for this episode this week. It's going to be a whole. List of talking sports and shit because we got some stuff going on the pipe, which is um, we got the MOB suspending players now for uh, domestic violence. Check that out. Certain Yankee players gotten 30 days for that one, so we're gonna talk about how that's gonna be affecting everyone else now. Maybe uh, other sports should start uh, looking into doing that as well. Uh, gotta talk about the Knicks disaster. I haven't spoken basketball too much, so I'm going to talk about it lightly this week. And uh, for you guys who are New York Knicks fans, I want to talk about how the Knicks have become almost the laughing stock of the NBA, if not the laughing stock. It's sad. I mean, being a New Yorker myself, and I'm not a New York Knicks fan. I haven't been a New York Knicks fan for like over 15 years. I've explained myself. I'm not really a team guy when it comes to NBA. I'm more like I'm more of a fan of players, but. Uh, it, it is. It's 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 a disaster. And every time you think that they're adding new elements to make themselves better, just I'll go more in depth with that. Uh, Steph Curry. Everybody's talking about Steph Curry, and everybody's talking about is he the main man? Is he Mister Elite in the NBA? I want to talk some stuff about Steph. You know, some of you guys might agree, some of you might not agree, but. Everybody's opinions they differ. Opinions are like 
assholes. Everyone's have one, and some stink. We're gonna go talk about what's going on in football. There's some signings that happened. Flacco's there. Joe Flacco for the Baltimore Ravens got an extension. Some people may say he's overrated and overpaid. We're gonna look at that, and we're gonna check out how how his numbers match up with the salary that he's getting. It's crazy. And uh, Turnbuckle Tabloid this week Going to be giving you the House of Glory review Talk to you guys about what happened The event in which we were there You guys check it out If you guys are in the Easter Seaboard If you guys are on the East Coast You guys got to check out House of Glory They have a new event uh, coming out on April 9th Check that out Like I'm saying I, I, I really got to start checking out more Indie promotions in my area But the problem is, is that sometimes uh, Scheduling is crazy I got to work you know, my schedule is not like I'm off every weekend I get every other weekend And you know some of you guys book Shows on Saturdays and it's like What you gotta be fucking kidding me Ugh Then Fridays it's like Oh you gotta be kidding me Those days I gotta work I wish you guys could book on a Why don't you guys call me And I'll tell you when I'm off and then you can You know start planning your booking On what shows you're gonna do it, It'll it, it, believe me, it'll benefit everyone if you guys just come through me. You know, that's, I'm, I'm just saying. I, I, I mean, you might not. Whatever. Uh, I'll give you the review of what happened in House of Glory. Also, we're going to talk uh, what what happened on Raw this week, WWE, as well as want to give you guys my opinion on what's going on with TNA. TNA is a product that I think is salvageable. Okay, let me try that one. Salvageable. There we go. I think it's a product that's actually becoming better. I'm gonna give you some uh, some 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 hindsight on what I believe should occur with TNA in a whole, and uh, just some wrestling insight in and out. That some rumors, some rumblings that's going on. So uh, yeah, just stick around. We're gonna talk some shit and uh, yeah, it's another week of TRSS guys. We'll be back in a second. Check it out. The regular season sports cast. Hey, everyone. It's your friend, good old Terry Funk. The Funkster. I'm here to bring to you something straight out of the Double Crows range. Nope, it isn't anti-horse kicking repellent. This here is something that I came across that works for not only women, but for men especially. That is, the masculine pad. Masculine pad, you say? That's right. This is a pad to help excessive bleeding. I came across this one time when I was in my 37th death match in Japan. I had this big gash coming across the top of my head. And they couldn't stop it with 37 stitches, 47 staples, and crazy glue. But I came across this masculine pain and helped soak up all that bleeding. So just like the ladies who use their feminine pad that time of the month, men could use this to stop excessive bleeding. From your nose, from nailing a nail in your hand, from cutting your fingers off with a bandsaw, 
from taking a two-by-four over the top of your dome in the Tokyo Dome, fighting against Mick Foley. The masculine pad helps to stop all that blood drainage and helps to clot it at the same time. Take it from your friend, the Funkster himself, Ted Funk, and use the masculine pad Stop all that believing. Hope to hear from y'all again at the Double Cross Ranch. Bye. Terry Funk's masculine pack could be purchased at TerryFunk'sDoubleCrossRanch.com as well as on Amazon and on eBay. This message is brought to you by Regular Season Sportscast. This week's rants. All right, guys. So for this week's rant, I want to go into something that I have been promoting for a few weeks now, and it's it's pretty much a model that I feel that I I've been using myself to get this show over as well as myself. You see, the thing is, um, it's funny because when I was when I was growing up. I always wanted to be an actor or something in the entertainment field, be a comedian. I always wanted to do something in entertainment. But I never felt as though that I had the look to do it. Like, I never had, like, that movie star look or quality. You know, I could probably play a fucking villain or someone who's disfigured in a horror flick. But I never felt I had that appeal to be, you know, that, that marquee actor. And, and, you know, although many have said that I do have the talent, I'm great, you know, with you know, being an improviser or, or just being comedic at any time. It, I just never felt as though that I had that quality to be up front. So whenever I did stuff for the show, I always did a lot of things in which I never put my face out there. And it wasn't until a good friend of mine who who's into you know creativeness and in the, the art world, who, he explained to me, you need to put a face on the product. So, me, you know, hesitantly, I'm doing that more and more with the Snapchat and Instagram. But with that, I want to use the tagline, uh, "Living the gimmick, live the gimmick." And for you, many of you guys who who listen to the show, you guys know that. As well as a sports fan that I am, I am a major wrestling fan. So I would throw out terminologies for you know for wrestling from time to time, which correlates into everyday life. Excuse me, because I am over here getting lit with these beers. Um, for instance, uh, I use "live the gimmick" uh, as a as a form of of getting over. Getting over in wrestling term means is being appreciated and being. Uh, grabbed and grasped that by the crowd, be it as a heel or be it as a face, a good guy or a bad guy. So getting over, getting accepted. So I'm trying to do that with this show. I want this show to be accepted by the masses. I, I by the masses. I want, uh, I want sports fans to enjoy it. I want people who who love entertainment, people who love comedy and such, who who just want to take a couple of minutes in their day, sit down and listen to me talk shit with other people who join me from time to time living the gimmick is one way I want to do that live that gimmick gimmick in wrestling is the character that you portray the personality who you are 
sometimes they have stuff called and and at certain promotions and indie shows called gimmick tables, which is you're a wrestler or a performer and you're selling your merchandise. It's the gimmick table, which one day I would like to do for TRSS as well. I want to go somewhere and have a gimmick table to you know put some shirts and shit out there. With that being said, it's not only we do this as business. We also do this in our lives. We also do this in sports. And for the past couple of weeks, I've noticed that certain athletes are trying to put themselves over in one way or another. For instance, we have Rob Gronkowski, tight end for the New England Patriots. This guy is known to be party guy. Like it's accepted. They know it. He has a cruise where you go out and you fucking get shit faced and you gamble and you get fucking ridiculous, but it's in a fun atmosphere. This is socially acceptable on any other means. If you're a frat boy, if you're just a party person, this is acceptable. And for Rob Gronkowski, who's pretty much a single dude, he does this. And he's known to be a club guy, parties and such like that. That's him putting over his gimmick as NFL player slash recluse. But it seems to be that it's accepted by him as opposed to Johnny Manziel because Manziel is just seemed to be more of an individual who's being self-destructive, whereas Gronkowski seems to be more on a level where it's just hey this is part of my personality this is how I, I, I let loose this is how I relax this is, where, this is what I do and there was a debate about I saw on, I've seen on many different sports shows where people were like well how is it that he can get away with this and you know individuals like Manziel or Cam Cam Newton can't get away with doing stuff like this because it seems as though that they're abusive to it and he just seems like he's just like a, a, a drunked out frat boy and this is a way of, of I think NFL politics as well where it's saying that we can give the hindsight for an individual who can be a representative of the NFL we don't want to be known as the, 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 the stiff uh, sticklers to rules and regulations such as other sports like the MLB but you know but yeah we still have to stand firm so just because you know we, we, we have such rules and, and, and stern regulations we also want to show the public that, hey, look at us. We can be party people, too. That's Look at Rob Gronkowski. He's a fun guy. The same could be said about, you know, any other individuals in any other genre of sports. You got to be out there. You live the gimmick. Uh, it's it, You have anybody from the NBA who you see, you know, LeBron has this, this, this gimmick as being the goody two-shoes family guy who pretty much enjoys uh, basking in his family's glow and he's more centralized and such but yet he's also known as in the back as you know the guy who's running the show and the coach's department and, and he's pretty much got his hand in the cookie jar making sure how the team runs he's more of a general manager than a general manager that's the way his gimmick is I am um, I see that there's a thin line between such sports athletes and individuals on and off the field or on and off the court. Because at any given moment, 
once a barrier is broken or a line is crossed, said sport will disown you and not know that you were even doing such ridiculousness. It's different like in wrestling where, for instance, you have a wrestler like Kevin Owens or Matt Hardy who lived this heel persona and they lived their gimmick via social media. And they've been teetering on being offensive and such, but there also have been instances where it's funny, it's it's actually getting more more of an audience to be more connected with their 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 character, their gimmick. But I think with sports it's different because it becomes more of a a a, a morale issue. Case in point, Colin McGregor. Colin McGregor is a guy who wears his fucking emotions on the sleeve. Not a, and I'm not talking about his fucking tattoos. I'm talking about this fucking guy goes hardcore. You know, many have compared him to say he's a Floyd Mayweather of mixed martial arts. But, you know, we've seen him back up his shit. And he talks the shit. He's living the gimmick. It is what it is. Goes out there, he's flashing the money, he's talking shit. So he's, he's reckless with it. And has no bones or bridges to care about if it's burned or not. Like, really doesn't. And he goes out there, goes into the ring, and tears ass. And he does it everywhere. He does it on social media. He does it in, in, in video media. He does it in audio media. Anything, anywhere that he can sit there and show and prove that his gimmick is going to be over as the best in the world in mixed martial arts, he's going to do it. But we've seen it many times before. With these individuals, with the the, the Nate, the, with the Diaz brothers, we've seen it with you know uh, uh, other uh, other MMA fighters who 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 sat there and put themselves over, and as soon as one or two instances where they deemed to have crossed the line, look at Chael Sonnen, he was a big trash talker of uh, of MMA at one time. I still pray that he goes into wrestling one day. He'd be fucking awesome. But yeah, Chael Sonnen was a guy who fucking talked the talk, and you know, as soon as as soon as he says some unkind words about a promotion or about a a, a, a certain uh, fighter or a certain uh, a test didn't come by didn't come by positive, he was ostracized, and they did not know who the fuck he was. And I think we need to recognize that in sports that we have certain personalities that help to escalate what the sport is. We had the Dennis Rodmans of the time. We had the Lawrence Taylors of the time. You know, we have we had the Barry Bonds of the time who who although were flashy or came off as uh very combative with with with, with reporters, medias or just the public itself, that was them living the gimmick. And there was no if ands or buts about it. But I fear that we need to be cautious of possible false false idols when it comes to those who think that they can live it. Because, you know, as in wrestling, not many of us can be a heel. Not many wrestlers can work the heel heel angle because at the end of the day, we want to be liked and we want to be accepted. Deep down... We do. I mean, honestly, I I can be I can be brutally honest. I can give two bones or give two fucks about who likes me or not. But I do want to be accepted because I want this show to get over. 
And just as these athletes They want to get over to Be it money wise Be it by your hometown fans Be it by advertisers You want to get over And if you want to live the gimmick Be ready to live it And go all out Because at the end of the day If there's any flaws Or anything that is deemed to be Inconsistent or possibly Bordering on damaging The product and yourself You're fucked Squashed The regular season sports This We In Sports History Well we haven't done this in a while So uh This week in sports history is brought to you by Rageworks Rageworks.net That's right everybody This week's sports history is brought to you by Rageworks.net And it's Shop Zone Guys if you guys want to get Cool graphic apparel Shit as a matter of fact I gotta go check Cause I need to get some shit from there I'm over here buying other people's shit I gotta get stuff from my own Listen just because I'm an employee And I work with Rageworks Does not mean I don't have to buy shit I don't get shit for free Shit I'm still looking for some more swag I need some stuff Guys, check out RageWork.net forward slash shop. We have graphic tees, got graphic hoodies, got sweaters, anything to get your geekdom on. You guys want stuff that... Hey, listen, we got Batman vs. Superman that's coming out soon. That movie will be out in the next few weeks. I know you want your apparel for that. Check it out. Also, Civil War is coming out. Check out to see what kind of comic book stuff they have. They get your Captain Americas, your Iron Man. What side are you on? Check out RageWorks.net forward slash shop. Check it out, guys. All right? So, in this week's in sports history, we got Jordan Dunbar Muhammad. Who is that you say? Jordan Dunbar Muhammad is a former basketball player. And in this week, he recorded his first double triple double. First double triple double, you say? Yes. His first double triple double. He did it on and off the court. Let me explain. On the court, Jordan Dunbar Muhammad recorded 31 points. 12 rebounds and 13 assists. Great. That was a great feat. But also at the same time, on the same night, he also recorded three sets of twins from three different baby mothers. That's a triple-double right there, guys. So that's an accomplishment right there. Congratulations to Jordan Dunbar Mohammed. You, 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 you are paying a lot of child support right now. Congratulations to you. The regular season sportscast. Man, we talking sports and shit. Alright, so this week we're gonna kick it off with the man known as Steph Curry. I gotta tell you. Right now I'm watching the game. I'm actually watching uh Golden State and OKC. And yeah, I know. It's I, I'm gifted. I can multitask. It's crazy. Yeah, you, you plus you got to see the setup I got here now. I just moved some stuff around because my family's getting annoyed that I had all the TRSS equipment all over the place on the dining room table. It was so I, I finally sat there on a knuckle down and I well anyway that's another story. So I'm I'm watching this game and I'm 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 watching Steph Curry and I I gotta tell you if if there's anything that will bring. An individual who hasn't been watching 
basketball for some time back to the game it's actually watching this kid play Golden State itself is a team in which has something magical going on this team you know, we know that they're chasing the record, uh, breaking the Chicago Bulls uh, '90s record, in which it was uh, it, 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 it was a feat amongst itself. Like it's remarkable that 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 was actually accomplished. But <clears throat> excuse me, I, I I think even if that record isn't broken, it's still something to say that this team has just it's just it's just a remarkable. Chemistry. It's it's almost like you built your perfect team in a video game. You you had all the elements in place, and you made the perfect team. And I think Steph Curry has been that element that's made the team elevated to another level. Now, mind you, I myself I enjoy you know the game the gamemanship of Clay Thompson. I like the way he plays. You know, he has possibly one of the sweetest pure shooter shots in the game but when you look at clutch money and you're looking at a guy who's not afraid to take shots big shots and as well as try to prove the naysayers wrong without even acknowledging them you gotta look like you gotta look at a kid like Steph Steph Curry now mind you I let me let me just let me just give you the stats for this year alone just and this is leading up to uh, this game with uh, OKC so far, his field goal percentage is at uh, five fifteen, which is ridiculous. It's 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 uh, I I can't I can't even phantom like anybody who's who who's even trying to excel. I mean, you would see something like that in big man positions because they're closer to the rim, they're closer to the paint, they're able to to score somewhat easier. You would think, but okay. Three point percentage wise, he's at a forty six point eight, almost fifty percent shooting threes. That's that's crazy. That's crazy within itself. You you would only say that if you only you shot like maybe three. Like four threes in the year, and you made two of them. So that's that's pretty much <laughs> the goal that you're looking at. So far, he's scored. I mean, off off two off the off off of just <laughs> two feet alone has been just remarkable. Um, you you have a sis wife. He has three. He has three hundred seventy two. So it goes to show that he does distribute the ball. Uh, he's 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 he's, uh, he's he's got just 118 steals, which some may say is a little light because you know he he should be playing more defense. But it's still he's still averaging almost two steals a game. Almost you're you're, you're, you're climbing up there. Uh, he's knocking down a free throw percentage of uh, nine nine oh eight. I mean, it's all around. It's just, he's 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 racked up back to back 50 point games. It's it's. It's a sight to see. This is something that we, we we can look at because while everybody was still watching the game in which LeBron was putting together, you have a game by this young man, and it's taking it to a level in which that other people may have said, well, he's not your typical NBA player. He's actually hurting the game more. It is because you know he's taking more three-point shots than should be. But let me tell you, 
you got to look at the fact that if you have the confidence to pull up the shot and your coaches have the confidence to say, take the shot, no one is going to deny you. The only person who's going to deny you should be the defense that's playing against you. Point blank. It's the same thing where everybody was talking about, well, you know, Cam Newton and the guys in, in Carolina, they're scoring and they're 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 dabbing and they're doing all the celebrations and stuff like that. And it's like, well, stop them. Pretty much. I think that right now this is the time for anybody who has not been watching basketball, get up on it now, especially this is where, where all the races start heating up in Golden State with Steph Curry. You know, and lucky for them, they've been healthy as as poised to make history. So anybody who has not been on it, st- start getting your NBA game up now. And speaking of NBA stuff, uh, there's more going out there in that land, especially when it comes to the land of LeBron. Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! Seems as though that there may be some trouble in Cleveland. Mr. LeBron James himself does not seem to be happy what's going on with the organization. You would think that the Cleveland Cavaliers were in the cellar, but these guys are leading in in the Eastern Conference and still looking to be dominant, still showing that they are a dominant team, but seems as though Mr. The, Mr. LeBron James does not seem to be happy with what's going on. It should be more easier for his team to get to be getting wins. Uh, I guess in hindsight, he, he's looking at it as though as they should be on par with how Golden State is playing. Oh, no! Uh, he recently lost a teammate of his in which he's had for many many years uh mr varajal who went to golden state so happens what a lucky bastard and with the with losing a coach which was everybody was still shaking their heads about to gaining a coach which didn't make it seem to make any difference uh it looks like mr mr king himself is having his hands too deep in the cookie jar and stirring up too much in the organization so I mean everybody aspires to be a a great leader but you know I I think it should be more on the court than it is in the office but like I said everybody has opinions and most of them stink and probably mine's is probably the smelliest oh my god in other news as I said earlier I want to talk about the Abomination of a team known as the New York Knicks. I'm I'm sorry. I I I know many of my friends are to are Nick fans, and they're still holding on to dreams of possibly the team becoming something in the next few years. But you guys have been holding on to that dream for a long time. Uh, I I I feel bad for I feel bad for certain people who who really have this affinity of wanting to see this team exceed but every time you think that they add a new component that would give them life it just seems as though that it just turns ass backwards and shits on their head pretty much uh, 
when Carmelo Anthony joined the team, everybody was like, yes, we got a New Yorker. He's going to be there, and he's going to make the team happen. And the guy's been pretty much doing shit on his own and can't make anything happen. Phil Jackson comes on board and is talking about he's going to bring a different dynamic to the team. And that dynamic has been from garbage to, 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 to hot shit. I don't, I don't. There, there needs to be some type of some type of, of wave in which needs to make this team feel more accomplished. I don't know. I, I, a lot of people may disagree with me, but I really think that Carmelo needs to go. You know, I think he needs to go find another team to play for that's going to give him something of a chance to at least be a, 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 a champion. It's honestly because it, it's it's deserving of a player like him, but also it also will help the Knicks because they can get more key players that can play a different style than what they have going on. Uh, I think they also should start looking deeper for better coaching. You had Mark Jackson out there. Don't know why you didn't go out for him. He's a New York guy, New York attitude. Many players respect him. He was actually the coach who started bringing in the key elements to Golden State before he was let go. I don't understand why New York won't even consider going to look at him. Maybe he doesn't want to leave the broadcast booth. I don't know, but he's a guy that would actually revamp the team's uh, personality and probably their playing style. I also think that the whole Dolan regime is just a cancer. It's a poison. I'm happy that it's not really affecting my New York Rangers too much, but it's still one of those things that, in, in, in as for the Knicks, and it's crazy because the Knicks, they're like 12th in the East. It's like they're shit, but they still find a way to sell out games. People still want to be at a Knicks game, you know, and. I, I I don't know whether or not it's it's not wanting to go out for a bigger talent. I mean, you got you ain't got Przingis, which was a great great pickup, which everybody slept on. But then now, where where are the next pieces that come with that? You know what what's the next what's the next step to help bring that together? Because you know. See, the other teams around you like Boston and 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 uh Atlanta these these Indiana these these guys are out there going and finding gems and New York just seems to just find cubic synconians that just don't fucking that aren't worth shit I I I don't know I I I really think that there's a lot that needs to be done for this New York organization and this 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 does not look good for any progress that's going to happen in the next few years. By the way, did y'all see when uh Carmelo Anthony missed a dunk on a dead ball? <laughs> it, it even a funny part is at the end of the game, a fan was upset because the Knicks lost and he wanted his money back. Melo looked at him and said hey the owner's over there go talk to him about getting your money back and people gave him shit about that he's not lying though like 
you know, there's a guy, he's frustrated about what's going on. And I get that. And everything's like, oh, my God. <laughs> how how fucking bad can it get? And sure enough, it, it, it gets bad. It gets New York is supposed to be that team that everybody recognizes as a bull city. And it's not. It's just, it's fucked. It's, it's bad. Ugh. You just, you just sit there and like, ugh. Oh, who knows what the fuck is going to happen with the Knicks. It's crazy. Oh, my God. From the Oh, My God section of talking sports and shit, we have a uh, we have an, a 30-game suspension in the MLB. Yankees closer, Aronis Chapman, if that's how the fuck you say his name, I'm never going to get that shit. Apparently, he's got a 30-day suspension for... Uh, a di- domestic violence situation which occurred and now the MLB and its commissioner Robert Manfred is now punishing players for off the field antics which good for them I'm glad that they're actually doing that seems as though that um, Chapman admitted to firing 8 shots <laughs> 8 shots 1 second hold on Eight shots into his garage door and apparently choked and pushed his girlfriend at the time. Yeah. I don't know. I, I Although they're not appealing, it seems as though he's going to be able to uh, work out, but he will not be able to... Uh, participate in any other games during the season and he's allowed to pitch in, in spring training games uh, he's not able to return until May 9th I don't I, you know I, I, I don't I don't understand where, where where individuals just don't get it it doesn't click into their heads that this you just don't do shit you know the choking and the pushing is excessive enough. Just enough. Did we really have to bust shots at the garage? What the fuck did the garage do to you? Seriously. What was the point of that shit? Let's be honest. Really, what was the point of that? That that makes no fucking sense. Oh my. In NFL news... Seems as though that the Jets want to want to have Ryan Fitzpatrick their quarterback. Want him back in. They want him having for uh, the the just the price that they they should get him for. You know he had a, he had won a hell of a year last year for the Jets. They were they were just shy of making the playoffs last year. They were one game away of getting in. Actually, one quarter away from getting in. It just took one big play for that to happen. But uh, yeah, it seems as though that they. They want to get him, but also there's some feeling in the locker room that they may, teammates may like Fitzpatrick, but they want to see somebody else come in and and contend for the QB position. Okay, I, I, I just want to think about it like this. So you go to work, you replace Joel, who's the, the office fuck up. He's been drunk. And he was suspended for being drunk on a job for 
three months. You come in, take over Joel's job, and you pretty much cover whatever needed to be covered. Joel didn't really do shit anyway, but you came in and you covered for Joel, and you actually did very well in those, very well in those three months. You just missed out on one big project because you, know, you you were sick. Team says, you know what? I, we like you, but we want to see if we're gonna bring some other guy in who could actually be better than you. And you're like, are you fucking kidding me? I just covered this fucking guy's ass who wasn't doing shit, and I actually got us some prospects in the office and you're telling me you want to bring somebody else in because you feel as though that there might be better competition in the office this is exactly what the fuck the Jets are doing I don't see any big fish out there the only big fish that that was possibly considering going to the Jets was was uh, Kaepernick and he's still looking to find a way to get out but to be a to be a Jet what what I, I'm 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 at a loss for words. This bothers me, and it bothers me big. And I'm not even a Jet fan, and this bothers me. You might as well deal with what you have, because with Fitzpatrick, he knows the system. He was still working with the system, and he was actually making. Listen, it could be worse. It could be worse. You could you guys could have RG three. RG3 will forever be known on this show as C4. I'm just saying. I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. So unfortunately, sad news across the wire in the NFL. It seems as though that uh, Arian Foster will no longer be a part of the Houston Texans, which is a sad thing because... Guy is a talented, talented running back, and he just had a tough break with injuries. You know, he was on his way of having another glorious season, and once again, he got injured. And it just seems like Houston is on the cusp of actually breaking out in their division to be a, a better team than they should be. They're looking for something, something, and someone in that running scheme to at least give them some hope because. In the quarterback position, it's just not not in the cars. It's just they're still struggling to find something to replace there as well. But they can't rely on Arian Foster because he's Mr. Glass, which is sad. The the, the guy is is uh, is capable of, of being one of the top top elite running backs in the game. He's shown it. He's 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 had great seasons in the NFL, but just cannot stay healthy so it's funny because I just read a meme that said um, it'll be it'll be tough to see Arian Foster's on another injury reserve team <laughs> somebody else's injury reserve it's, and it's true it's true we're hoping to see him go somewhere in which that he'll be utilized and maybe he won't be excessively used but he just can't catch a break when it comes to injuries you stupid. So with Sam Bradford giving a contract with Philly, I mean, 
I, uh, okay. I guess Philly understands that uh, they're good with what they got for the moment. He he was able to stay healthy, and he was somewhat productive, I guess, in Philly. We also have Joe Flacco, who was had an extension to his contract, which is now insane because the contract is now worth $66.4 million, which included a $40 million signing bonus from before. And it's all guaranteed money, too, because like $44 million of it is guaranteed money. Fucking guy could get hurt tomorrow taking a shit and ripping his asshole out of place, and he will get guaranteed $44 million. But now his contract is extended to 2021. Let me say that again. His contract is extended to the year 2021. He's got another five years? You gave him five years. Mind you, the guy the guy has brought somewhat of a success to Baltimore? Maybe? I mean, they were in a Super Bowl, but I don't is he really is he really worth that much? I don't I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see it. I don't. I don't maybe if I, I you, are you guys gonna? Maybe you could have brought him some weapons instead of extending his. I mean, I don't think he was going anywhere. I don't think anyone was really looking for Joe Flacco. I don't think so. But I don't know. Maybe maybe somebody was maybe. Cleveland was in a market for Joe Flacco. Wait, I don't. I'm I'm confused. I I don't I don't understand it. I, I I've seen worse deals in in Madden 2016, but it this is pretty up there. This is this is up there. I don't I don't I don't know. You guys voice you have you guys tell me. Let me know. Check let me know on the websites on the social media because I I I, I don't see I don't get it. Oh, good for you. And finally, to you guys who are doing the Patriots haters, guess what? Tom Brady was given a two-year extension himself. So, congratulations to you haters. You get two more years of hating on Mr. Brady himself. Oh, Come on, I, I I can feel the hate just going through the podcast right now. It's going, it's in my head right now. I hear it. It's gross. It's crazy. God, you get him for two more years. Manning is possibly out the door, and you get Brady for two more years. I don't even think they're breeding another freaking successor for him yet. And you guys get to, you guys get to embrace Brady for two more years. Ugh. I can't, I can't wait to 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 football season saw and you, I just see this, the, the websites just go bananas of all the hate Ugh, it's going to be crazy it's going to be hilarious love it love it <laughs> alright guys that uh, that will conclude for this week's talking sports and shit when we come back we're going to be talking turnbuckle tabloid with you guys I got some like I said got some news about WWE in review my thoughts about TNA and there was some talk about the Styles Clash being banned. Hmm. Wonder if that's occurring. Uh, 
Who knows? Check it back in a few. Damn, son, you just hit with the wow effect. A TRS exclusive. Stephanie, can you please give Shane the company? Oh, can you please, just please give Shane the company? Oh, company. I'm watching every Monday night The match booking isn't right I quickly jump on my phone On Twitter I bitch and moan Opening segment sucks Promos and four fights Divas matches all the same Six man tag is so lame Roman Reigns is getting booed The authorities whack Need new talent to get pushed Bring Shano back Stephanie, can you please give Shane the company? Oh, oh, can you please, can you please give Shane the company? Oh, company. my man sexy salsa that's my guy right there Woo. that dude brings the bangers right there Yo, he up on that he I, I'm, a, I'm gonna be bumping that like i like i'm break like i'm bumping that 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 back to sleep song from chris brown remake that yo that's sexy salsa the truth Woo. now find out who's signing that boy that's crazy well since he's talking about What's going on in WWE? Shoot, I might as well introduce our segment, which we all know as Extra, Extra, read all about it. Take a gander at Turbuckle Tabloid. So before I go into the whole thing that's going on with WWE and such like that, I want to talk about TNA this week. Now, TNA, you know, I. I gotta tell you, TNA has been topsy turvy in, in the in the few years that's been, it, it's been in business, and you know they were they were they 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 they, they were instances in where that the company didn't look like they were gonna stay afloat. Uh, talent didn't seem happy with how money was being dealt with and such, but. For the most part, they they were able to still make signings. They were able to still keep talent. Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy, they they they, they stuck by the company. Kurt Angle himself stuck by the company. So they 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 were able to maneuver stuff in which they were able to stay afloat and keep the business going. Overseas TNA is huge. I mean, England love they love the promotion. You know the the. Great Britain and all, all and, uh, Ireland and such—they love the promotion. Um, 
in India, it's huge. TNA is a it's a big big promotion out there. They 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 get the love. They also seem to find networks to back them. Although you can never find a network. You know, for instance, now they're on Pop. I literally had to like dig into my Verizon cable box to find out where the fuck Pop was. It's somewhere between Laugh and. Uh, the third cooking network crammed with the Ocho on ESPN or some shit like that. Uh, it, it's it's sad because to be honest, TNA is not a bad promotion. They have a hell of talent there. There's 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 actually wrestling that gets involved there. You you don't lose yourself with all the prom- the promos and and whitewash with too many advertisers and and uh and sponsorships that are plugging themselves away at all times although it's funny to see that they get like a local car dealership or some fucking insurance claim that nobody's heard of that's promoting or advertising there but other than that it still pushes out a good product it's a very decent product like this past week they recently had their version of um their lethal lockdown which had some quality matches on there Here's the thing that I think should help that that TNA needs help in. First of all, they need to stop chasing the big one. Stop trying to be like Big Daddy WWE. Don't do it. Stop it. Keep yourself low key. Keep yourself low low budget wise. You guys do phenomenal when you guys keep it more intimate with the fans. I I appreciate it when. It's that old school. Uh, it's that old school feel when the lights are down on the audience and it's only the spotlight on the ring. Keep it like that. Audiences will fuck up your show. Seriously, it could be anything from a rap show to uh, to a fucking church choir performance. It could, an audience will fuck your show up. And if you keep them separate from what's going on, the chants are fine. But if you don't If you don't Make them a part of the show Like if you keep the black lights on them You keep it dimmed down on them You won't see the signs It won't be anything that's It's it's too impactful Pun intended It, it, it just it, it gives the, the, the wrestlers The opportunity to shine more Than have the audience more involved All you do is hear them Not see them The other thing is Whatever WWE is doing, do the opposite. Just just do the polar opposite. Don't do what they're doing. You're cool because you guys don't do a lot of promote do a lot of promos and stuff. Keep putting wrestling. Just consistently keep putting wrestling. Fans appreciate wrestling. They want to see wrestling. Another thing is I know it's tough for you guys, but maybe if you guys interact more with involving a, more access to matches via YouTube, via uh, other uh, video distributions, it'll draw the fans more to your product. Like I said, for a lot of people who who sit there and say, "Oh, I don't watch CNA," and it's not because they're not wrestling fans; it's because they're WWE fans. That's why they just like WWE. They and and they'll bitch about that more. It, it's just like look, you you watch Ring of Honor. 
Ring of Honor is just straight wrestling. It's just wrestling. You cut a promo here. It's about five minutes. Boom, done with wrestling. We don't need long-winded promos. Just go straight to wrestling. That's exactly what it is. And TNA, show more wrestling. You know, give the fans access to more wrestling. Another thing, I know contractually you guys have wrestlers that are binding to your promotion. But if you give wrestlers more access to do indie shows, you will get them more to your product. Ring of Honor bends themselves a little bit that way where they'll they'll let some of their wrestlers do an indie show here and there. You got to let your wrestlers be out there more. Get more interactive with the fans. Get more interactive with more indie promotions. You know, even let them bring a belt or two to that show. Listen, you're not WWE once again. If 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 TNA was able to bring a star, let's say from PWG to go show their belt off or bring their championship to TNA just for a night or two, fantastic. Or for something a, a promotion locally, you know, or, or CCW, something like that. Let them go show it off And then you go into You know cross promote it That draws fans in There's many times that I will go to a, a, a promotion An indie promotion And I may or may not know a wrestler And you'll hear the buzz that goes around Oh that's such and such Oh that's this person from this thing Oh that's that person You know where he's going to be at next week Oh, you know, Like that brings fan base back in So I think if TNA is able to do that They'll be able to bring forth more of a popularity to the promotion again like you used to have now let's go to the almighty beast that's known as the WWE this past week on Raw uh, once again let's do the do's and don'ts Uh, once again you're opening up a show with a 20 minute monologue so Fucking tiresome Can we can we open up Raw with a fucking match already Why do we need to have The authority Or a champion Or Vince or Stephanie come out And Fucking cut a 20 minute promo To get interrupted once again By whoever the fuck the face is And it continues to boil on Into what possibly Can be a match later on In the evening it becomes so predictable. Like it just needs there needs to be some kind of change in that format. It's just tiresome. Which leads to Dean Ambrose coming out, blah blah. You know what? I, I don't want to go through the whole shit because you guys, if you haven't DBR'd it, watch it online. I don't know. Get the fucking the breakdown on the WWE YouTube channel, whatever. But in any case, you 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 have to you have to start looking at what what what's going to be the lead up to Mania. And now they just added a special event on WWE Network, which will be the what they are titling Roadblock. I saw what you did there, uh, Fast Lane Roadblock. Eh, eh, eh. Well, I don't know what the I don't know. Do they have a do they have a a, a, a partnership with? The Department of Traf- of Traffic or Transportation I don't know DOT must be in a pocket or some shit I don't know But in any case 
So now this leads up to Triple H versus Dean Ambrose for the championship at a roadblock. You know, if WWE had the balls to pull the trigger and give Dean Ambrose the belt for Mania, I, I, I would be that would be the biggest shock of of, of the year. Don't see it happening, but that would be something. They got Roman Reigns off of TV for two weeks, and like I said, I'm a, I, 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 I want to mark out to believe that his nose was really broken, but it wasn't. But I I, I want to mark and believe it. I want to be a mark for that. It'd be cool. So now they keep, they keep him out of TV for two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, whatever. And then we have to wait on what will be the situation with Brock Lesnar. Then we have what's going on with the Divas division where now WrestleMania will have their first ever triple threat match for the Divas Championship at Mania I'm actually pretty intrigued by this I do want to see this the only thing that I want to see is that when it comes to Mania is that I I hope with the four hours of wrestling that they should have jam packed there should be four hours of wrestling that should be in there jam packed not midway through Wrestlemania we get a 30 minute promo with The Rock saying his shucking and jiving corny lines and calling somebody a Rudy Pooh stinky bud whatever I don't, I'm I'm so done with that shit I'm really am like give us wrestling and it should be you have a full roster all belts should be represented all belts should be defended all on the main show no bullshit fucking uh, pre-show nonsense which they'll probably do for uh, the Andre the Giant Battle Royal shit, but other than that, it's it's uh, like I said, Raw Raw was okay. I'm not gonna you know give it shit. You know the 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 the, the joint coalition with AJ Styles and Chris Jericho can lead to something interesting. It will be it would be something to see if they would actually give them the belts. Off of the new day, which I don't see happening. Um, Rusev is now issuing a challenge of whoever could slam him or get his Bugatti. I that they really trying to find something interesting to do with that fucking guy. Really, this guy was a fucking monster. Now he's issuing challenges about a car. Okay, and other than that. Uh, there was nothing I just and I just saw Smackdown too and I'm just like meh uh, more more stuff to you know not be not to be pleased with but it's still it, it's still the road to Wrestlemania I guess squash that before I go into uh, my review of House of Glories chapter one I just want to say that there was some news rumblings that came out early on that was squashed immediately by the man himself seemed as though that there was some rumblings that the WWE was banning the Styles Clash which I knew already off the bat that was bullshit it's funny because um, I've seen that there's a lot a lot I, I, I try to be very very cautious when I'm trying to share information from social media outlets 
when it comes to wrestling that there are trolling there's there's actually troll sites who basically get their information wrong or they're just making shit up and one of these instances would be that the the styles class by AJ Styles is being banned I I I didn't I didn't see it to be possible you know although you know we saw that the curb stomp was banned somewhat I, which I, for some reason I see that thing coming back sometime soon. But once Seth comes back, for some reason they're going to be using that move again. I don't know why they stopped it. I thought it was it was probably less harmful than anything else than the fucking DDT. I didn't see it to be that that damaging. But um, as soon as they went out to say that the style clash was being banned, AJ Styles took to Twitter himself and said, "Who said that the move was banned?" So pretty much that squashed that notion Guys be very very careful All you guys who run social media Pages, groups, website Be careful where you get your information for, from Do your research Don't be quick to post anything Until you get it verified Because then your group page And your site starts looking like Fucking assholes before I wrap up Turnbuckle Tabloid I want to give you guys my review of House of Glories Chapter 1 Which happened this past weekend Gotta tell you guys uh, Once again if you guys are not on the Eastern Seaboard If you guys are in the East, Well if you're not in the Eastern Seaboard Make sure that you order their DVDs On their website it, It's one to get Honestly I, I, I should you not I would not, be, I would not continue to go to a product Unless it is good Like I, I, It's really It's really It's really entertaining And each time When I think that I'm just like Well What's gonna happen next Well it, it, it may or may not Be good this time around Especially what they Built up for chapter one It didn't seem to have A full A uh, full boast of a card This one turned out To be a good one So once it goes out You guys should be able To uh, get there You can actually download it or, or order the DVD itself You can go to Houseofgloryonline.com That's where you can also purchase their tickets Like I said I don't work for these dudes But I will promote them Because they've been good to the regulars And they've been good to the regular season sportscast You guys have been able to come through And, and do interviews for the show So I, I will promote And the product has been great So before I give a few, Once I give you a full review well, actually, I'm not going to give you a full review. Fuck that. Get your own fucking DVD. Fuck that. I paid money to go see that shit. Then you got to go pay money to watch this shit as well. So let me just tell you this. Right off the bat, when we were online, you saw uh, a few fans out there in attendance. Some some were regular. Some some were uh, new to the pro, to some promotion. You didn't really think there was going to be a turnout. They, you know, they had it at the World Famous Elks Lodge. This is where you know this is a place where if hosted big events like ECW and such, this is not like one of those you know shine by night uh, venues. This this is this is a historic this is a historical place. The reason I tell you this is because going in seemed like it was gonna be an okay crowd. Before you knew it, it became standing room standing room only out of nowhere. Like it just was packed to the gills. 
Luckily, when we got we got there, we were able to get our seats. But after a while, you know, I, I I'm I'm a, I'm a person. I have to sit by the bar. The bar is like a few, a few feet away. I could go through the doorway, go to the bar, get a couple of drinks, come back. Before you know, it, I couldn't even walk through the doorway to go to the bar anymore because it was standing room only. It was crazy. But then we learned afterwards that. House of Glory actually broke a record at Elks Lodge for having the largest crowd at a venue. And this is their first event of the year. And for them to do that is amazing. You know, congratulations to them for that. That was that was insane. Just gotta say the start of the show, you know, it, it was it was it's kind of a disappointment because you know, you get the curtain jerker that's supposed to be the the, the match that opens up the, the show, gets everybody excited, and really didn't have that that pop that it should. My man Nikki Heat, been a fan of this dude for a while. Good dude, he's a, an original uh, House of Glory student, has been there, you know, as well as you know the other ones that are, are, are part of of the promotion and are students of House of Glory as well. But Nikki Heat is that that. That, that guy that's the underdog you know he has a disability or whatever or what have not but you can't really tell because his his wrestling skills are top notch but you get a you get you there's, there's a certain individual that has to work with him to understand that you know despite his disability don't take a light on him that's not what he's about and I'm only saying this because I can you, you could tell by the, the passion that, that he has for wrestling I don't take a line on him. Serve his ass. Be if you got to be stiff, give it to him stiff. That's what she said. And um, no, just no, no, just go out. Like one person who worked with him really well was Good Hank Flanders. I'll talk about him in a minute. But I don't, he was one in the, he's one individual that knew how to work with him because he didn't he didn't hold anything back. He gave it to him, and that's exactly what it is. For the opening match, he worked with a uh, uh, wrestler who's known as Bones, who has you know one of these savage gimmicks and. If you're gonna be a savage dude, you know, fuck it, give it to him, man. Serve it, serve it. Don't, 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 don't pull short any kicks or any any chops. Give it to him. So the first match was a little bit. Uh, it wasn't a good. It wasn't a good start for the night, but you know you had Amazing Red who came out and is working that heel gimmick. You know what I'm saying? He had the black tims on, and the white beater on. You know what I'm saying? He thugged out with the facial hair. My son Gully. Mad 90s terminology. I'm gully, son. And he went and brought out the chair, beat the shit out of Nikki, got that heat, got that, got, got that, got that over. But yet, we do not understand why Red is pissed off. That being said, continue on the night. I'm not going to give you match by night, uh, match by match of the night uh, or, 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 or what that went down because, like I said, buy the fucking DVD. I paid my money. You better pay yours. You had a uh, good wrestlers that came out. I just got to tell you, uh, I, I spoke earlier about living the gimmick. Hank Flanders, one of the guys, lives the gimmick. But I just got to say right now, dude, you got to cut that spit in the crowd shit out. That shit is a fucking no no. Nobody wants your fucking Hep C. Nobody wants your fucking uh, whatever. Uh, 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 it's fucking Hiv. Virus you have Nobody wants none of that shit If you want to wrestle and do that shit to other wrestlers Keep that shit in the ring But spitting at the fucking crowd 
That's a no-no, son. And I'm telling you, that shit's gonna land on the wrong person, and your ass is gonna have to handle to live that fucking gimmick. I'm just saying. Any case, we had uh throughout the night you had uh we had a, a triple threat. Oh, before I even go to that, the, the four-way match. I have to go with the ladies match. Uh, Candice LeRae versus uh, Sonya Strong. Sonya Strong is an in-house House of Glory female wrestler. Got the look. Got the fan backing. Uh, it's 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 a it's a movement that's going on with her. It's got the strong army. It's it it it's it, it's working. But I must say that I think they are biting a little more that they can chew. Because they're putting her in situations And she Although she's like I said got the look She has the work ethic I don't see her going up Against these vets As of yet You can still see that the pacing is a little bit Off fighting is a little bit You know It's not It's not there yet it's 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 getting there. I gotta give it to her. It's getting there. It's getting it's really getting there. She had her match with Kimberly, which is a little bit spotted it was spotty before at Civil War, and then now at Chapter One with uh uh with the with um Larray, it it's getting there. It's getting there. But you you could tell that there's a lot of work that still needs to get done. And I'm telling you, little by little, step by step, she keeps up with the pace that she can go on. She's going to be breakout star not only the female breakout star but she's gonna be a breakout star of the house of glory period she's she's getting uh outside bookings more power to her but on this night there was a lot of there's a lot of uh a lot of uh, inconsistencies that needs to be fixed that being said still a, still a, a good match overall it was still it was still on par to being something had the crowd involved the crowd was in it but a little bit more. You get a couple of more matches in there. Well, we could we we could say that ah, you're cracking that ceiling. Then we have the fatal four way for the tag titles, and we had a uh, uh, Isaiah Cassidy and Mark Quinn. Isaiah Cassidy was a guest on the TRS. He was on the, he was in the studio before. We had uh, uh, the private party going up against Two Click and New York City Wrecking Crew and EYFBO. I I'd say this could have been match of the night. Really could have. It was uh, it was on its way. It was on the, it's it was building up to it. I don't know, but for me that I for them to have all these guys in the ring at one time. And mind you, it's not your typical ring. It's not what you would you guys would consider a WWE ring, but it's still one of those. It's it it, it looked a little bit too crammed for them to be dealing with all those competitors in the ring. But it worked. They made it work. And there was a lot of spots in there that really, really captivated the crowd. They were in it, high energy from forward to back, and it would have been my match of the night. Really would have. But, and we had for the House of Glory Elite Championship, another visitor to the TRSS Studios, my boy Anthony Gangone, the role going up against Johnny Gangano. Mr. NXT man himself Who can't pay the visit to House of Glory Let me tell you These guys Were a well Oiled machine In the ring You could tell that these two guys they, they, they're, they're 
connection and chemistry was spot on, top notch. Really, it's it's they 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 were able to feed off the crowd, feed off each other. It was one of those matches in which a wrestler's wrestler would enjoy. And this is exactly the night that this match shined. You guys really need to watch this because this is one of those those wrestling matches that it was it, it seemed classic, but it was also one of those matches that had its 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 elements of of, of new age style wrestling. It, it, if you turned away at this match one time, you missed some technical aspects. It was a really really good match, man. And you guys, to me, you guys had the match of the night. That, in my opinion, that was match of the night. Then we had the final, uh, the main event for the House of Glory Championship. We had a formerly out of NXT, Sammy Callahan going up against Smiley, which is the House of Glory's champion. I can say meh. That's what I say is meh. I, I, I knew it wasn't going to be one of those groundbreaking shattering you know attendance wise main events you people probably went out to see any anything else but as for main event status it was just i mean i i didn't see anything that was like you know entice me to want to watch it again a rematch or anything like that sammy Callahan's has a talented dude uh smiley is also a talented dude but i just think the gimmick itself it's probably done for. Uh, the match itself was done for. The finish was not not what I thought it would be, but I don't know. Other than that, I had a great time. It was a great night. We all we, we all you know appreciated the 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 product and what 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 the card I had to offer. It was a great great night. Once again, you guys, if you if you are not on the Easter Seaboard. Download their uh, their episode when it comes out on House of Glory Online dot com. You could get you could get the their match. Also check them out on their YouTube page, House of Glory. They give out free matches, so check that out as well. You guys will not be disappointed. Oh, good for you! So once again, I want to thank you guys for being a part of the regular season sportscast. You guys are awesome. Make sure you check us out on our social media page. That will be on Facebook at the Regular Season Sportscast. It's an open group page. You guys can participate, be a part of the show by just asking questions, being a part of providing content for the for the Facebook page as well as as you know just just commenting and just enjoying the ridiculousness that we put up there. Also, check us out on Instagram at the Regular Season Sports. I put up stuff there daily. Uh, Every Wednesday we have a WCW, whether it be a woman or whether it be a wrestler from WCW. We wanted it to. We also do uh, Funny Fridays and you know just just ton of stuff that goes on during the week. You can also check us out on Twitter at RWJ Santi RWJ Santi on Twitter and on Snapchat is Waterbed Red. I, I do some ridiculous stuff there. I'm just I'm. I need help. I need more therapy. I'm going to have to go to about two, three times, about three times a week. I'm going to have to go check into some therapy sessions. 
And then you can check us out on the YouTube page. Subscribe to us at YouTube, the regular season sportscast. Putting up stuff there. We're gonna be putting more context there, more more TRSS intermissions. Got some stuff going on. Gonna it's gonna be moving somewhat outside of sports, but we're also gonna be still dipping and diving in the realm. And also you're gonna be hearing this week's um this week's exclusive, which was Sexy Salsa's new episode, uh new song, uh Shano Company. The Justin Bieber parody. So check that out, guys. All right. You guys have been great. Do the uh, Russell Simmons. Thank you for coming out. God bless and good night. Make sure you check us out with RageWorks.net. That's where you get all your downloads at. Also, uh, download at iTunes as well as on Stitcher. You guys could stream it there as well. Make sure you look out. If you're looking for us, always look for us on the My Take Radio. That's where you find a regular season sportscast as well as other shows under the RageWorks umbrella. And check out RageWorks.net forward slash shop. Let's get some t-shirts. You know, get the apparel going on. Represent. Let's get let's get let's get the let's get, let's get that that graphic tee going on, man. That's the wave now. You get it popping. All right. Listen, you guys have been awesome, man. I'll be back next week. Got some more shit for you guys. Check it out. Catch you on the rebound. Squash. She wasn't ready. The regular season sports keys. Oh my. This is the rogue Anthony Gangone, and you're listening to the regular season podcast. Oh, good for you. Yo, it's the dairy man, Mike. Make sure you listen to the regular season sportscast. Season Sportscast.